Hey y'all, whether it's morning, evening, or afternoon, I'm just glad that you guys had decided to vibe with me. Yes, the one and only E. And today I'm vibing out with a special someone. So today's episode will be very different. So if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And for those of you who are not new to this, but true to this, hey y'all, what's up, what's poppin'? So without further ado, I want you guys to sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Whether you want to go or on the move, I'm just glad that you guys decided to rock out with me. So let's get into it. Today I'm vibing out with... Zay, but people call me Zay2K. Okay. Type shit. <laughs> All right, Zay. So first, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm from Maryland. I go to Morgan State. I major in... Business administration, I make music. Mm, okay, okay. And what type of music do you make? I make different I make all types of music. Let um, us know. Rap, sing, mm. melodic. Mm. Okay. This and that. Okay. How long you been taking music? Um I've been making music since like ninth grade. Mm. But like I really started taking it serious when I came to um Morgan. Mm. What made you wanna make music though? Like what was your life? drive to make music um i feel like i've been through a lot since i was a kid mm -hmm. so i was like i had to find a way how to like cope with the things i've been through mm -hmm. and i feel like since i've been through a lot people can like relate to me mm -hmm. so it's like my music kind of helps other people out really okay i like that i like I like that, I like that, I like that. And i like music like i had an episode on music if you didn't check that out like Music is one of the key ways that we express ourselves. Mm -hmm. Even if we can't express it like drawing or whatever, like music is one of the things that help everybody. And it helped me too. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. check that out. So yeah, y'all go check out Zay music and stuff like that. I'm gonna put his tag and everything in there too. So yeah, go support. Okay. What type of music you listen to? What type of music I listen to? I like old R and B, soul, jazz. The new generation, don't get me wrong, within our generation, it's like, you can get hip to it if you're in that mood. But me, mm -hmm. I really got to be in the mood to be listening to it on a daily. Like, I like soft stuff. Like, I like Wale. People will laugh at me. I be like, I love Wale. Like, mm -hmm. he different. Brand? Love Brand. I was just about to say, ah! <laughs> He real Wale, real Wale. I love Brand. I love Brand. Them two, I listen to them all day. Mm -hmm. All day. Like, it's a new album? Love it. Love mm -hmm. it. Love it. And I was just telling one of my friends, I was like, at first I was like, people not really going to feel it because they don't understand it, mm -hmm. you know? And everybody's music is different from today and yesterday, as they say. But I feel like certain people make certain music for certain people. And I always say people that, you know, create music, are poetic because the way you doing it on a beat like come on now mm -hmm. i can't do that i write poetry but i'm not putting my ass on no beat in charge <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry so shout out to you and everybody else that can do that because that's talent i can't like i can't <laughs> you can do it but it's just more like you gotta, you gotta you gotta believe in yourself yeah you're right i'm gonna try i'm gonna try i'll probably let you help me but i don't know <laughs> i'm like mm, like nah <laughs> but okay okay so Tell me, where do you see yourself when it comes to your music? Do you see yourself being like a brand? Or how do you see yourself? Mm, I see myself as being Zay2K. It's more like, I feel, I see myself just being kind of unique and different than other artists. Mm -hmm. The way I like make my music, the way I express myself through music. Mm -hmm. So you say Zay2K, like where did that name come from? Because we all have these names. And people be like, how you came up with your name? So I'm like, tell us where did Zay2K come from? I think I was like, I think I was in sixth or ninth grade. My Instagram, my Instagram account got deleted. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need to think of a name or something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I want to be called Zay. And I be playing 2K. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I kind of mix that together and. Say to take about. Okay, okay. Um, okay. That's it's plain and simple, you know. It's plain and simple. That's okay. I deal with. I can dig it. Some cool shit. Some cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. So, since we vibe out with you today, what you want to talk about? What you want to vibe out with? Since we talked about the music a little bit, what else you want to vibe out with? 
Shoot, we could talk about so many things I want to talk about. Well, hmm. Hmm. Don't be scared. <laughs> Morgan State. Okay. Okay. Since we are we are bears. And then what's it? We are bears. We don't start no mess. We don't play. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, okay, because we did talk about this earlier before we started recording. I say this. Being a bear, I don't regret it. I don't regret coming to Morgan State because, like I said, like I went to a community college, and I was surrounded by not a lot of people that looked like us, you mm-hmm. know. So when I was out there, like my whole purpose was to get the work done and get out. <laughs> but when you come, like when you at Morgan, it's like you meet a lot of people, you get into things, and it helps you become the person that you are. And you become in love with the person that you are potential to be. And you meet a lot of people. You'd be like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Because like I mentioned earlier, when I came here, I was just like, my first semester when I transferred, I was in and out. I had that same mindset when I was in community college. Like, I'm here and I'm out. But then like that spring semester and I got a feel of it, I started, you know, talking to people, stepping out my shell. And I was like, hey, you know, I want to connect more with people you know, get a sense of everything. But overall, I say Morgan, it is very good. Like, academics-wise, it's good. You know, every university have their problems and shit, but I say myself, like, Morgan been helping me through a lot, especially the staff here, too. So, yeah, I don't regret it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you feel? How do I feel? Freshman year at Morgan, I was just having fun. Like, it was really, I was like, this is the school I want to go to, but then, like, you know, like, I feel like when you go to college, you try to, like, not fit in, but, like, try mm-hmm. to find your place and stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, it's kind of hard to do that freshman year when, like, you kind of just don't know where you fit in at. So, like, freshman year, was, I was just, you know, having fun, you know, trying to find myself. Then, like, spring semester, I started to, like, you know, started to, like, I don't know the word, but, like, mm-hmm. I started to, like, catch a feeling Morgan mm-hmm. State. Try, you seen you can fit in. You got okay. Mm-hmm. You know your place here. Mm-hmm. And I'm comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. I get then that. like I'm a sophomore now, and then like sophomore year, I'm kind of like I know what I'm supposed to do. I know the people. I know mm-hmm. how to move around. Yada yada yada. But I do like applaud Morgan State because Morgan mm-hmm. State did help me like become who I am today. You know they do have some great staff here. They do have mm-hmm. some. They do have some bad professors here <laughs> and the, here and there, but. The students here, though, they're really interesting. Mm-hmm. Quite interesting people. Like some students or like classmates, whatever you want to say. Some of be moving weird, but like, like when you really find your people, you really find your people. Yeah, you know? and like I always like people will laugh at me when I say like if I go to college, I want to experience that that experience of like a different world like the series mm-hmm. they had back then like going I felt like everything in the 90s was just like it was worth it especially going to college and the HBCU lifestyle mm-hmm. they had like frats the sororities RAs how the RAs was a professors the sisterhoods everything I was like I want to go to an HBCU that's just like that and I want to be surrounded by people that that's good. Excuse me. <laughs> Thank you. I want to be surrounded by people that's like that. Like, make mm-hmm. me have a purpose to come to school. Not even just like, yeah, I'm here for a purpose to get a degree, but I mm-hmm. also want to feel like I be able to make friends here for a lifetime. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, they come to college, they be like, they be the best times of your life, and you meet the best people in your life that mm-hmm. you'll be friends with forever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, coming to Morgan. And that experience, I'm getting a sense of that. It's still, like, a process, but it's, like, I'm getting a sense of, like, mm-hmm. who I want to be around, who I am, what I don't tolerate, and what I am tolerating. And then also going back to professors, too, like, I'm a social work major, and these professors that I have, they're doctors, PhDs, they have all that. And I always tell people, too, you always want to be in good graces with your professors. Even if they get on your nerves, you need to be in good graces with them because those are the ones that have been through this and they're in this. They're preparing us for, like, I believe in, like, the pressure because pressure helps people. And sometimes it's like people can take it and some can't. And the professor that I had so far, like, they've been pushing me and pushing me, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate that, too, from Morgan because – 
Like, I ain't gonna lie. When I was at CCBC, that's a community college. If those that you don't know, I felt pushed, but not pushed enough because I wasn't surrounded by a lot of professors that looked like me. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't count on one hand how many professors I had that looked just like me. And it was only two. <laughs> <laughs> like, shout out to them, too. But it's like, too, like when you're around, I feel like your people, you're more pushed. You feel more accepted. You feel mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like agree a, with you. I feel like a problem I did make freshman year, I surrounded myself with, like, the wrong people, and, like, mm-hmm. that really, like, brought me down, you know. Like, I went through, I'm not going to lie, like, I went through depression and anxiety mm-hmm. freshman year because I was just around the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm glad, like, I'm glad, like, we also talked about it, too, y'all. Before we even started recording, we was preparing. It was like, oh, my God, I wanted to connect the mics down. But, like, where we were at, it was like, no. Because you don't want no interruptions. <laughs> but, like, we did talk about how, like, Zay mentioned that within listening to all my episodes, he said, I'm big on the mental. I appreciate mm-hmm. you for noticing that. Because I am. The mental is a terrible thing to waste. And then also for us being in college, we cannot drain ourselves with so much. Because once you do, it's like you're out of it. Mm-hmm. And then once you're mentally out of it, you're physically out of it. It's like, I don't even want to go to school. I don't want to do there. nothing. Yeah, it's like it's no motivation it's not there. Then like what you said, too, being around the wrong people, too, can also drain you. Maybe. Yeah, because you need to be surrounded by people that's willing to help you. You help me, I help you. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be surrounded by people that's, you know, we're in college, you know. We have our moments where we fuck up and shit, you know, but it's so many times you don't want to fuck up because, like, I pay my money to go here. Like, I'm getting money and stuff from people who help me, so I don't want to fuck it up. But I also want to be able to explore the college life, but I also got to make sure that, you know, I'm here for, make, let it be known, like, too, like, I'm here for a purpose. So let me make sure this purpose is in check before I do anything. Like, you know, I say don't, you know, live that college life, but also be cautious of everything you do and who you be around. But I say, like, every day you learn something new, too. So it's like, when you were a freshman, you learn. And now you're a sophomore, you like, you're better. You work on your mental and everything. So that's a plus because, like, I know some people, they're still drained mm-hmm. because they just don't know what to do. And I'm not going to lie to you. It takes time. It takes time. But once you get yourself together, start starting over anything, it's the best feeling ever. I always tell people, don't be afraid. Just do it. Like Nike mm-hmm. should. <laughs> Just do it. But yeah, that's a good point. Too. And I'm glad like you are accepting the fact and then you were able to say you were having problems because that's another thing too. Us being in college, it's hard to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's hard. But I feel like also Morgan, when you're surround people and they give you resources to help you sit down, like they have counselors, they have doctors, everything here. And then people in your major and stuff, they're also willing to help so that's a big plus also, too. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you with that. I really do. <laughs> I agree. So, yeah, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> and what's your major in again? I'm a social work major. And how's that going for you? <sighs> I say this. I'm finally in my program as of fall 2023. Um... I say this, it's, if you want to be a social worker and whatever social worker you got to be, you have to be prepared for everything that comes in your way. You'll have clients that'll give you the blues. You'll have clients that, you know, it's a lot, but you got to honestly be prepared because as a future social worker that want to work with children, it is my duty to help them for the better, even if I have to dig deeper that's another thing too you got to dig deep especially within the mental you have to dig deep on how this happened why this happened mm-hmm. you know how do you how do you um how do you help out your mental for my mental like you say you do music i write about it mm-hmm. writing saved me as a child like every time i would feel down or something like that i would write about it writing was one of my coping peace ever methods that still helps me today mm-hmm. you know everybody and i always and like tell people what makes you happy let that help you mentally because 
Say if you're having a bad day, instead of lashing out, do something that makes you happy. Like people paint, doing music like you, I like to write. And also the podcast helped me too. Because like we mentioned earlier, I listen to podcasts, listen to music stuff. You know, we talked about it, you know. Listening to other people also helps you too. Because mm-hmm. like you never, like people, we're human. People, you'll be surprised at who go through shit that you wouldn't think that go through the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. Especially within the black community too. Like that's really, 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 that helps a lot. Because a lot of people be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I'd be like, what makes you happy? That can help you with your mental. Do something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I do for my mental. I write, and I always encourage people, like, whatever you like doing, fashion, drawing, paint, ever, that's your safe space to go there, mm-hmm. and it's going to help you. One thing that really did help me was um, when I was, like, going through it, was um, helping, like, heal my inner child. And, like, the way I helped, like, heal my inner child was, like, you know, Doing things I did when I was younger, like mm-hmm. watching shows. I used to watch uh, Coward, the uh, Courage the Cowardly, the Doll or something like that. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> but it's on Netflix. Or, no, nah, it's on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like doing things I, I like doing when I was a child. And, uh, like going on walks, nature walks too, mm-hmm. that really helped me a lot. Yeah. Or just, you know, having that one person to talk to about your feelings and things that you're going through. Mm-hmm. You know, helping him, but. Sometimes, like, you know, friends, family, it's not really going to be there for you, so you just kind of be there for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, one of the, like, toughest things about college, too. Like, like there's going to be some times where, like, you're not really going to have, like, like your friends not going to be able to help you out. you got to help yourself out, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, being in college, too. Not even just being in college, also being an adult. It's not easy. Shit is not easy. Like, imagine going to school, working, all that. It's not easy. So, like, just imagine trying to live your life and also tell people, like, what's going on. That's nothing, too. Like, you lose friends and you gain some. But it's like, I believe in that saying, too. People come for a season and you have people that's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Family members is hard, too, because, like, you know, they, people be like, you can't do that's your family. But sometimes you have to distance yourself from family because certain family members just don't understand because mm-hmm. it's life. Like, life is life. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. like, people don't understand that. Like, life be really life and us. But, you know, when it comes to your life, I always tell people, live for you and don't mm-hmm. let nobody control it because mm-hmm. it's your world. So. That's how I live, too. Like, you know, I'm only going to live this life once. Mm-hmm. I might as well like do what I want to do. Like if I want to talk to that girl, I want to talk to that girl. If I want to, <laughs> if I want to, I don't know. I'm not gonna say crash out, but mm-hmm. like, like you know, just do what, you, like just do what you want to do. Type. Yeah. Damn, I'm allowed to curse on you. Yeah, go ahead. All right, cool. <laughs> like just do what you want to do. Type shit. Like if you have a dream, chase that shit. Period. You know. Period. I like that. I you, can achieve, like that. you can achieve anything you want to do in this life, as long as you believe in yourself and put the work in. Period. Okay, so you said about dreams. So, what are your dreams? What are you manifesting for yourself? Let's put it like that. Manifesting. Hmm. I mean, one of the things I do, like one of my dreams, is to you know blow up. Mm-hmm. I know it's gonna happen, but it's bigger than that. Though I kind of wanna, you know, I wanna help the world out somehow. Just speaking my truth and like speaking my story. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, everybody wants to be rich. Like, of course, of course. You know, you know, I see myself like, I see myself up like years from now. You know, with a little bad bitch. You know, <laughs> like music, chilling at the Bahamas. I'm so dead, but I mean, hey, like, I don't believe in the term the sky's the limit because I feel like there's no limits. Mm-hmm. In life, so yeah, if you if you got a dream, you manifest it, go for it. It's mm-hmm. worth it. Go ahead. I, I applaud it. Yeah, I like that. I like the sound of that. Why not rock out? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I have a question. By you being a business major, what are you going to use your degree in? Mm, you know, I'm not, like, I have some ideas, but I'm not ready to express them yet. Mm. But I have some ideas. I have some things I'm working on behind the scenes. 
I believe. I believe in that. I believe in that. And at times, like, even when you're in college and you are doing something, it is kind of like, it's a hassle. Because mm -hmm. it's like, business, you can do any and everything. Shout out to all you business majors because y'all could do yeah. any and everything with a business degree. And you can have your own business, help people with their business, things like that. So it's like, it's a lot. And even by us being like in the business building, it's like, Y'all can get a lot done in here and do a lot with mm -hmm. a business degree. And I don't I don't need to do like masters or anything. You can, but are you gonna do like your masters and stuff like that? Most likely. Hmm. Okay. Like, yeah. uh, one of the uh, classes that be stressing me out here, uh, Morgan's INSS. Oh mm. my god. Like, like you ask any business major, they're gonna tell you like that's one of, like the worst not worst class, but Tell us about that class. Like, what is it? That's my first time ever hearing about that. That's the thing, too. We're going to have hella classes up here that people do not be knowing about. <laughs> so express a little bit on that. Like, what is that? Like, basically, we just work on, like, X, like we learn how to use Excel, mm -hmm. PowerPoint. Um, oh, the basics of Microsoft 360. Yeah, but it's like, it's like a class for, like, I want to say it's for old people. But, like, the way <laughs> how they, like, teach it is, like, they've been teaching us, like, we're 50 years old. Oh, dang, oh, dang. But, you know. but yeah, I mean, like, by us, like, the new generation or whatever, because we all, like, the new adults. We know all that, too, in high school. So, like, I was a master in that. It was to the point where people was like, I should do IT. I'm like, nah, I don't like code and all that. <laughs> but I felt like, yeah, with Microsoft, Excel, um, Microsoft Word, I'm sorry, Microsoft Excel, PowerPoints, those are the basics right there but you'll be surprised at the things that you can do on there like mm -hmm. i love a good powerpoint <laughs> i love a good powerpoint i can do a whole bunch of stuff with it now excel i don't like that because i don't like math <laughs> mm -hmm. i can't stand it but like i'll use it because it helps you out but sometimes putting the stuff in the cells and they get on my nerves but i've got better so yeah i got better but yeah but i'm i understand like Sometimes when it comes to, like, technology, it can be your best friend and it can be your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. Like, ooh. Like, Especially social media. Yes, yes. And that's what you say. By you doing music, how has social media been, like, your best friend and everyone at times? Like, I'm sick of it. Sometimes, you know, social media is, like, it's very complicated, but... Like, social media helped me connect with other people who, mm -hmm. you know, live far away or, you know, help me, even help me meet you. you yeah. Know? <laughs> so, like, social media has its positives and negatives, you know, some niggas going to hate. Yeah. You know, a lot of niggas be hating this generation on social media, but you can't really focus on the hate because, like, if you focus on the hate, then you'll get more hate, but if you focus yeah. on positivity, you'll get more positivity, you know, like a lot of, some, that's some type of law of attraction, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, because I like, I thought about it, I'm like, when you do music, a lot of people that do music, like we were talking about before we started, like, you know, you got your Uzi, you got your brand, you got Young Boy and things like that. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the media is a place is where you can be yourself and then it's like, if you be yourself, you still get backlash. Like Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh I, my gosh. I'm like, people like call Kanye crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might be a little crazy. I don't know. That's not my business. But like, the thing that like I definitely give like Kanye his uh his flowers. His flowers. <laughs> like he he really he's really his authentic self. Like mm -hmm. he says what he wanna say. And like that's like I only really look up to Kanye, but like he is an inspiration. But like one of my favorite rappers, X. Oh. He uh, you know, people have his have their opinions about him, but I feel like he really did like you know create the. Not Korea, but like he had like a big impact. He has a big like he had a mm, how can I explain it? I feel like he's okay. How can I explain this? You haven't seen One Piece, right? Anime. I'm not big on anime. I'm mm. sorry, <laughs> y'all gonna get in my bed. And both my best friends love it. The people who watch One Piece, they know um. There's this person called Goldie Roger, mm. and like he started a new pirate era, and then you know he died, and he was like, 
go find my treasure, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> so I feel like X, he kind of had like something to do with the new wave of rap or the way how people express themselves today through mm-hmm. music. And, you know, I give him his flowers on that. Yeah, shout out to all of them because like, I listened to X music before. My little brother mm-hmm. loved X too. And like, you know, when you really listen to the things that people are saying, I honestly say artists are storytellers. Like we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. being able to just tell your story on a beat mm-hmm. and letting it flow, that is one of the, yes, that's a lot. And that's one of the most, I feel like that's real, real live talent because a lot of people cannot be able to do that and then make it sound good. You know, even though we had the auto tune stuff, that helps. Like, that's, you know, it, you know, that's good. But, and even when people do acapella too, that also be like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, music, people in music is just a beautiful thing. Like, going back on the episode I did on music, like, music is one of the ways that helps mentally. Because there's people out there that makes music for certain purposes. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to music... Like you mentioned, you want to make music to help people too. Do you think that your music will impact? How would you think your music would impact people in general, especially for the new generation? Mm, I feel like for my music, the type of music I make is kind of like a escape. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, a lot of people be dealing, a lot of people go through a lot, and so like with my music, I kind of want to make people feel like they're in a different world, mm-hmm. and they kind of like just get away from the real world and reality, and it's like you know. Mm. Like, you know, be like a little dreamy state. Yeah. Get away. Get away. You know, express yourself. And I like that because, like, also, too, like, maybe it's me. Maybe not me. You know, at nighttime when you probably in your room, your car, whatever. If you have headphones on or not. I feel like when you have headphones on, like, AirPods, Beats and everything with noise cancellation, it's dark at night. And you hear the music. That's his different. Oh, it's different. See, I thought I was the only one. It hits different. And it's like, you can listen to a song over and over again. But, like, once you hear it one night, like, just on, like, you just chilling tip. And you like, whoa, that's deep. And the way you did that on a, that's deep. Mm-hmm. That's really, really deep. And I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, like, they... They try to find their own way to escape from life. Mm-hmm. Like either, either it's like listen to music or maybe going to the gym. Yeah. And, you know, people would be like, oh, if you're feeling depressed, yada, 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 go to the gym, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, that helps too, but, like, then that's, like, another way for you, of you coping, coping your problems away, you know, mm-hmm. those addictions. Yeah, and that's the only thing, too, like I said earlier. When it comes to your mental, I always tell people, do things that impacts with what you like. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you do turn into getting, creating new habits, that also helps you. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, after the spring semester, I started going to the gym. And it was helping. Like, I would be in the gym, had a beat song, listen to podcasts, or listen to music to help me out. And then I started slipping because I was just like, the pain. <laughs> like, I I can't. Like, when I was in high school, like, I was an athlete, played soccer and stuff like that. Then, like, when I was in the process of transferring from one school to another, I lost it. So, like, back then, I felt like if I kept up that adrenaline, I would have been cool. But, you know, sometimes it's best to start new things. Like I mentioned, the recent episode I had, too, about starting there's a lot of pros and cons that comes with starting, but I feel like don't be afraid to do it because you never know. Never know. Like, like things, like another thing with music too, like some people like they make music and you know, they start and like, you know, it's really happening for them and then they start mm-hmm. to like, maybe just not for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how I keep myself going is like, what if I blow up the next day or like, mm-hmm. what if this opportunity comes in the next day? Like, you never know. Mm-hmm. That was very asked, like, have you had those moments in your life where you wanted to stop of course, of course, like, like I had a lot of moments when I just wanted to stop, but then like when I'm about to stop, a breakthrough happens. It's mm-hmm. like God really comes in, comes through for me. Mm-hmm. And you said you played uh sports when you was younger. Yeah. In high school. Mm-hmm. I have a story time about sports. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, I got really tough my shit. It's not, nah, nah, it's nah, it's really fuck that coach, bro. Nah, nah, I'm gonna talk about shit. 
Bro, ninth grade, right? You know, I tried mm-hmm. over a basketball team. Oh, man. <laughs> I tried out for a basketball team, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I go to the first trial. Like, I'm really hooping on these niggas. Like, I'm really doing my shit. You know, yada, 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 you know? The first day ended, and everybody was saying, like, damn, I didn't know you, you had it like that. Yada, yada, yada. I was like, yeah, I'm really tough with this shit. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm really him. Mm-hmm. So then the second day, right? Mm-hmm. No, I'm doing my shit again, yada, yada, yada. Like, I'm scoring on niggas. I'm doing my shit, you know. Passing the ball around, you know, playing defense. Like, I feel like I really did my shit, right? Mm-hmm. So then I go to school the next day or the next week, whatever, and she puts the list on, um, oh, on the door. Day. So I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm like, damn, my name's not there, right? Oh, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, bro, ain't no way, right? But... Hold on, let me keep going. <laughs> and so then I look at the people on the list, right? Some of the players that did not uh, try out at all, they made it on the team. So I was like, bruh, I, I just got hoed. Like, wow. Like, hoed. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you like, sometimes people just don't make a team. Like, yeah, yeah. They don't, I don't really care, but like the person that was like playing my position made it on the team. And I feel like I should be on the team, but like he didn't even try out. So I was like, something mm. going on behind the scenes, but like, you know. Yeah. Shout out to Springbrook. I'm on, I'm on to y'all niggas. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think them niggas, I think my last year at Springbrook, the basketball team started losing. So that's like, that's their karma for playing with me. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, oh. Fuck, fuck that coach. Dang. Oh my gosh. I was ready to say, how did that affect you? Because like, we all had a moment in our life where it affected us. Like, we might have our moments. It might take days, weeks. I try not to make it go by months and years because, like, I don't want that, you know, mm-hmm. affecting your mental and then having you be afraid to even try again. Mm-hmm. You I'm know. Not gonna, I'm not going to lie. Me not making a team, ninth grade really did, like, fuck up my mental a little bit. So I was like, mm-hmm. bruh, I really got to until, wait until next year mm-hmm. to try out again. And this time I really don't know if I'm going to make the team or not. But, um, you know... I think I was like, I think I stopped playing basketball a little bit, but then I started playing basketball again. You know, I was trying to start uh, practicing again. Mm-hmm. Started playing on like AAU teams. Oh yeah, then, shout like, out to them AAUs. <laughs> and then like, I think I um, I don't think I tried out again. I think I really started to start getting into music. Mm. I have another story time too. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, so twelfth grade, I was on a, uh, I was on football team. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was on the team. Um, it was cool, bro. The coaches were ass. Oh my bro. god! Bro, I'm exposing everybody. <laughs> that is so S- mean. Springbrook, I'm really coming yeah. for y'all. <laughs> nah, like the coaches were ass, but we had really great players. Like, mm-hmm. like, bro, I think some of the players went D one or they were D two now. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, there's like this one game. I was like, bro, I'm trying to get in. You know, I didn't get in the game. I told my, I told my good man, my man's, uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but me and him, you know, we fell out. Aww. But um, I told him like, bro, I'm about to go home, go to the studio, make a song. And <laughs> I'm about to really crank that bitch out. Oh my gosh. And so I made this song, and that song ended up becoming like my most played song too. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> that's what really like. That's what really got me like want to like keep on doing music because mm-hmm. you know like basketball is kind of out of your control like yeah the sport is out of your control it's really out of control and i like you know i always been looked at as like the underdog like my whole life mm. so i was like okay i want to do something that like i have like full control over and like you know like something that no nobody can really control yeah so that's why i really that's why I really do music now. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I support it. Because when it comes to even finding something that really impacts with you and mm-hmm. even something that really, like, wow, put a big impact on you is, mm-hmm. and you fall in love with it is one of the best feelings ever. Like, with me, with the podcast, being able to talk and talk how I want to, control how I want to, that's the best feeling ever. Just talking shit. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes, you know, but, like, I always try to, you know, I'm big on that mental, mm-hmm. that self-improvement, and that self-empowerment. Because at times it's like, you know, we need people to rely on. And I feel like within our community, too, we need to 
rely on each other mm-hmm. and try to keep going back and forth with each other and stuff. You know, I, I don't condone violence. I don't like mess. I don't like none of that. Mm-hmm. I'm real big on, like, coming together, collaborating with people. Because mm-hmm. you never know, like, even, like, by us going to Morgan State and by us being here on Morgan State doing the recording stuff and meeting people from different major stuff and being able to collaborate with them in the future, that is, like, mm-hmm. worth it. You know, making relationships with people is worth it. But, like, you know, sometimes, sometimes the relationships we make, it may last for a reason. Some might last for a season. But I always think of two don't end on a bad note. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to leave on a bad note with people. And then, you know, you nobody want to deal with that, that, um, Beef and my, I feel like that's for girls. Like we have those problems where we just with beef. Really, I don't, I don't know. Like I never really thought about that. Like I always sound like with us females, cause people be like, "Oh, y'all hold feelings too much and all that." I'm like, yeah, depend on who it is. It was a situation. Mm-hmm. Dudes, I feel like it's whatever. Y'all just be like, it's whatever. But I never really thought that y'all move like that. What? That was crazy. Yeah. I I feel like a lot of women in this generation are like, they're really just hurt, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, this is, we can't really get into this. But like, I feel like a lot of women in this generation really hurt. Because like, you know, like, you know, men, you know, like cheetah went up, I guess. Really? Yeah, okay. Like, it's like nobody really trusts each other in this generation anymore, you know? Yeah, trust, like, oh my God. (laughs) You digging deep. Trust, when it comes to me, even trust, that's the biggest thing. Like, the words forever, love, hate, and promise are words that stick to me. And those are, like, real big words that people be like, oh, that's nothing. You got to think. Like, you're not just going to tell anybody you love them. I feel like you need to be able to feel that love, explain why. Now, hate, that's real love. That's real love. Somebody be like, oh, I hate you. Like, whoa. Because once you say that, that's it. That's gone. Like, I don't even want to patch anything up. But I just feel like, too, like I said earlier, the tongue is a powerful thing. And you got to really be careful what you say and how you say it and who you saying it to. Because you don't know who can take what and who can manage what. And who the hell know who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's another thing, too. And, yeah, like, as a female, it is hard to trust. It's hard to trust. Now, the cheating thing, I don't know so much about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I heard stories, you know, in the media display, and that's one of my biggest things. I don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You don't. But it happens, you know, it happens. But you just don't want it to happen in a way that you don't know how to handle it. And it'd be at times where we have situations that we can't handle. And they just be like, whoa. Like, Sometimes, like, losing a woman in your life can really do a lot to you. Look at Meek Milk. Oh no, don't do meat like that. <laughs> don't do meat like that. Don't do him like that. Nah, we're not. Nah. No. No. Uh, I like meat milk. I got a, got a sense of. I like meat milk. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I, I just feel like for us, the generation period, it's hard because, like, some of us wants to take things serious and some of us, like, we just. We just get in the feel of who and then do whatever with who and that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it is hard with that love top. Ooh, topic on love. It's hard. Like, it's hard. Like, wanting to even be out there to jump out there to be like, okay, I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes, like, it's a bad. It's the thing I don't like with social media, they be like, oh, yeah, me and this person will be doing this and basically doing relationship stuff and don't want a relationship. Like, that's why. Time is a terrible thing to waste. Why are you wasting your time and this person's time? Mm. I'm mm. like, be mm. big on honesty. Yeah. Like, let me know from the jump what's going on so nobody will feel, you know, used. Mm-hmm. That's another thing, too. And, the, and for our generation, we always felt like we want to be in love, but it's for like, I don't want to be used at the same time. Because mm-hmm. in the end, sometimes you find out you've been being used for things that you never thought you'd be used for. And it's crazy. It happens. And that's one of the saddest things ever. Like, love, to me, love's a beautiful thing. I have hope in love again. But it takes time. And you have to also be love. mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally prepared to want to get to know a person all over again. And to even put yourself in a position, okay, 
I'm gonna take this person seriously. Mm -hmm. I think that's like one of my problems too. It's like I, w I was in love before, and then like you mm -hmm. know, the relationship kind of ended, kind of. Eh. Mm. And I was like, I was with that person for like two years. And it's oh. just like, it's like, damn, bro, I really gotta restart with another person. Mm -hmm. And then, like, what if I really put my all in somebody else? Just yeah. Reason? Not even get treated like shit, but just more like, you know, what if I just waste that time? But then again, you know, we really live once, you know, mm -hmm. like, fuck ups happen, breakups happen. You just gotta live through that shit. But I started to, like, not try to find love within like other people but like I start to love myself mm-hmm it's like how can I love other people if I can't love myself first you know real spill like I was just about to say like in order for you to even try to put yourself out there with trying to do any and everything you gotta make sure you treat especially when it comes to love you gotta make sure you love yourself because you don't want to deal with somebody and then it's like you loving them more than you love yourself mm -hmm. and nobody want to deal with that so like also too like like you said being like in a relationship with somebody for so long and then things you know didn't work out that also takes time to even process what the hell had happened i feel like we all been there like shoot i've been there too it takes a process i haven't been years <laughs> but i had some months but you know we still with a relationship period with somebody it takes a while to even accept the fact that it happened and then to even want to be out on the market again yeah yeah that too and then be able to say okay i have to start a new norm for me because there's no mm -hmm. such thing as going back to normal you have to start a new norm for yourself you know, you have to start doing things differently. And I, I experienced that. Like, it took me a while to start thinking things differently and start, you know, sometimes you also got to keep your guard up, too. That's another thing. You don't want to be so rude. But sometimes, like, look, nobody got time for that. You got to let me know what's going on because I ain't got time. Even within friendships, too, like, you don't want to befriend somebody and they have an agenda and it's not right because mm, i'm yeah i'm big on that like genuine if your vibe ain't right I, we just want to keep this cool calm and collect mm -hmm. you know so yeah i agree with that even within our generation as a whole like we we know what we want and we don't want <laughs> <laughs> i give that to us but sometimes it's like we do have them things where we just Oh, we might lash out and sometimes, you know, people always find a way to do things that just do not set right for mm -hmm. you to lash out. And I always try to, like, play the bigger person. Mm -hmm. Always with that bigger person. Yeah. By the way, I was listening to one of your podcasts about men's mental health and yeah. you about, like, how, like, men don't like talking about their problems and stuff. Yes. And I was going to ask, like, why do you think that? Why do you think men don't like talking about their problems? When it comes to a black man, mm -hmm. shout out to all you black men. <laughs> I feel as though y'all were brought up in that norm where even if you were around a male figure or male figures, that real men don't cry. Mm -hmm. When you a man, you the one that's supposed to, you know, you're in charge. You take control of everything. And I felt like regardless a man or woman or not, you have feelings, you're human. We bleed the way we bleed. We all bleed the same, you know. So if something's hurting you, express it. Even if you don't express it to a person right away, try to get it out because that thing of like your feelings and the emotions that you keep balled up, it will affect you. It will hurt, like it will affect you to the point where it's hurting you, and then to the point where your feelings are appearing. Yeah, like an outburst. Yes. Like yes. Yeah. Yes. And like I always like like I'm big on that mental. <laughs> like I like I've had those issues in my life where my mental like I couldn't I can't have nobody play with my mental, and I'm not gonna play with it because your mental is something very important. It you need to. We need to really, really pay close attention, do any and everything in our power to make sure that we're mentally and physically straight because the brain is always is always racing. It's always doing something. And you don't want to mess that up because you don't, you know, you don't want to lose your mind for things and people that is just like it's not worth it. And when it comes to men, y'all very strong. I give y'all that y'all strong, but strong people also has feelings. 
we all have feelings. At times, you got to lash out. Do it. But don't carry all that weight on you because also that can lead to health problems. Like you have heart attacks and things like that. You don't want that. Mm, yeah. Even, like since like a lot of men and boys too in the generation, they, mm-hmm. uh, they hold their feelings and like they cope with drugs because like drugs is help them escape. Sometimes, sometimes, like when you're going through it, or like when you're just holding all those feelings, and you can't really talk to no way about it, mm-hmm. you just wanna, you know, start smoking or popping pills because that's the only way that like numbs the feelings now. Sometimes, but like I don't encourage people to do drugs. Like, but at the same time too, nah, that's a bad influence. But at the same time, sometimes like sometimes, bro, you really just gotta do what you gotta do, like. Like, I, I sound so bad right now, but, like, it's more like I've been on both sides. Mm, yeah. So, you know? mm. And it's like, I would say go do drugs, yada, 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 but, like, try to find a way how to cope. Mm. Like, how do we how to cope mm-hmm. and not do drugs? Yeah, I agree with that. I agree because it's like, you know, once you get hooked onto a, sub- a, sum- a substance, it can either put a good impact or bad and most of the time it's always bad because it's like once you're hooked that's it and like drinking smoking like it's people like by me when I went to community college and I majored minored in human counseling I used to read cases where people wake up in the morning in order for them to get their day started they gotta drink a pain of this smoke this mm-hmm. snort that like it's just it's like whoa and that when that takes a toll on a person because especially if you're around people that care and love you and want to do everything they empower for you and you take advantage of it, it also hurts them too. Mm-hmm. So also like when it comes to men, which y'all like even if y'all do or do not have a family, you know, sometimes when you have a family, I see too, that's hard because you know, you're the man of the house. You got to make sure this straight, that straight, this straight, that straight. And that's a task, too, because you still have a life. Mm-hmm. And I'm also big on, like, making time for you. Wherever you at, take 5, 10, 15, 20 hours, an hour, however long to get yourself together before it's time to get back into business. Because if you don't make time for yourself and always there for others, you're going to... You're going to you're going to lash out mm-hmm. and you don't want to be in that predicament. You don't want to lash out, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, when it comes to men, I applaud y'all, especially the black men, but there's a lot on y'all, especially like since y'all were younger, you know, some of y'all been raised and I know I'm like, oh, if you cry, I shake it off, you know, or like real men don't cry. I'm like, man, what? You human. You hurting? Let it out. Mm-hmm. You need help? Go talk to somebody. Like, let it out. Don't be ashamed. Mm-hmm. It's like, when I was younger, I heard the saying, like, men don't cry. Yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. And, you know, I used to, like, live off of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm getting older now. And I'm just like, like, sometimes I really do need to cry. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I, like, it doesn't come out. It's like, you know, I guess, like, I know my feelings so much mm-hmm. when I was younger to the point it doesn't even come out, you know? Yeah. Sometimes like, like this life shit, it's hard as fuck. You really got to dug that shit out and just keep on going. Like, you never, you never know what's around the corner. Yes, because life be life thing. Mm-hmm. And it's no joke, especially if you are willing to pursue a career at any age, doing any and anything. It's hard, period. Being an adult and being, I feel like once you hit 18, that's all on you. Mm-hmm. Your future's in your hands. It's no more your mother, your father, grandparents, or legal guardians, whoever is in your corner pushing you. It's like you got to push yourself and you got to make decisions on what you want to do for yourself because. Yeah, it's like it's hard. It's hard. And that's why I always believe in surrounding myself with people that's positive. And want to, I want to be surrounded by people that's willing to win. I want to be surrounded by people that's wake up in the morning to be motivated. You know, at times we are motivated. Like, I be tired, but I always remember, like, I got a future. Mm-hmm. I got a future. Like, my future on the line, I can't. Like, sometimes you be like, yeah, I got to stop. But I always say, I can't stop. I won't stop. One of those days, all because I got shit to do. 
mm-hmm. and shit must be done. Once it's done, all right, I could play, chill, relax, vacation, whatever. But in the process, I'm not doing that. Because once you take a break, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's no coming back. And you don't want to get too comfortable. I feel like I'll be comfortable once I'm in where I want to be at. I work so hard for this. Once I'm finished doing what I'm doing and I'm in that mind space of where I'm at, then I can get comfortable. I can mm-hmm. go crazy, go stupid, you know. But mm-hmm. right now, nah, playtime is over. Mm-hmm. We're all about business. We stand on business. No days off. I heard a saying about, I think Dr. Dre said it. Mm-hmm. He was like, the hardest part is not going to the top, it's staying on top. Yeah, ooh, that's deep. That's deep. How you feel about that? That's deep. But I mean, you know, like you know, like right now, I guess like you know, people wanna like I guess people might label me like an underground rapper, but like mm-hmm. deep down, I don't even feel like an underground rapper. I feel like I'm on top, and I feel like that's how everybody should have that mentality. Mm-hmm. Like no matter where you're at in life, like even even if you're even if you're a bench player, mm-hmm. you should feel like you're the star player. And just keep that mentality up and just don't get comfortable. Just keep going. Just yeah. keep pushing. Just, I feel like, like, you know, my life is like, I feel like my life is like, um, it's like living proof that like, if you keep on going, you can really achieve your dreams. I feel like that's like another Dang. point I'm trying to prove. But like, you know, my friends just say the Z2K route, the Z2K route, <laughs> like, you know, not like not crash out like all like where everybody else is doing this gym. Bro, we can talk about DMV rappers. Oh no, nah, I really have like a shoulder uh a bone to pick with that. But it's like a lot of DMV rappers they they uh promote violence, yada yada mm-hmm. yada. And then like they be they be getting the strings and they make it out the hood, yada yada yada, but then they crash out. Yeah. I'm just like I'm like like what are you doing? Like what are you doing with your life? Like what like like mm-hmm. something move out to Cali, then come back to Maryland just to crash out. Like, mm. like a rapper crashed out the other day. I think his name was uh, I don't remember his name, but he crashed out. Like most most artists in Maryland be crashing out, and like there's a lot of talented artists in Maryland. Yeah. And like they really have what it takes to go to the top and stay on top, but they just be crashing out. I feel like also too, like by me being born and raised in the city of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. A lot of people crash out because of where they from and who, you know, in their community. Because it's like also like one of our biggest rappers was Scooter. Mm-hmm. And like when he passed, it really just had an impact on people. Because certain people was like, dang, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I don't want to do that. And some did crash out. And I feel like too, like your environment can also impact. Mm-hmm. how you navigate things and how you want things to be done because I was just like whoa like you said it is a lot of talents and people here but you also got people that's always going to be negative be like hey I'm going to make it and da, da, da. and when they do make it they are like yeah like no I don't, I don't like that fake love shit because it's like if you didn't support them don't say nothing. Like, if you have nothing nice to say, they teach you that in school when you're little. Like, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Even your parents, if your parents even told you, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Because, like I say, the tongue is a powerful thing and words can affect a person. And you don't know how people navigate through stuff. And you don't even know how people handle things. So, yeah, I agree with your life. Mm-hmm. In the community as a whole, when it comes to chasing dreams and everything like that, it's like... You got to keep things sometimes to yourself on a QT because people just, some people are not truly happy for you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we all been in those stages where we didn't want to keep things quiet. But it's like, in order for me to keep my sanity, in order, me for, in order for me to know I'm doing right, is just keeping it quiet and just pop out with it. Because me, I always say, people should leave a mystery of certain stuff in their life because it's like social media also plays a big part like some people tell their whole story i prefer keeping a mystery because if you want to get to know the real me let's have a conversation face to face yes like social media like you could be any and anybody on there i can promote say do all types of shit on this social media but 
when it comes to the real, it's hard to identify who's real and who's not on social media because you could be anybody. Mm. You know? You know, I think I was on TikTok the other day and like somebody was saying that like everybody, everybody's an actor, you know? Mm. And it's like, you know, if somebody flirts with you, they're trying to play like the lover actor mm. in your life and yada yada yada. So. It's not even about like what's real and what's fake. I feel like it's really about like, nah, it is about that, but it's just more like being authentic, you know? Ooh. Staying true to yourself. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's a real big, like, because being in, like I said, being young, period, and you are in your 20s, you in your 20s, period, I feel like that's when life gets real. Cause we not teenagers no more stuff, you know, your parents or guardian, whoever is not leading you no more. It's up to you to decide what you want to do, how you want to do it, and why you doing what you want to do. And, yeah, I, like, I tell myself every day, and then, like, I'm old, I'm the oldest of two siblings. Like, I gotta show my siblings the right way. Even though at times, I had fuck-ups. We all have fuck-ups, but it's like, it's I don't want to have so many fuck-ups that that's all people remember, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I always try to display the positive side. Even though at times we all been in the moments where we did have to show negativity, but that's another thing, too, with society. People will remember the bad before they remember the good. That fucks somebody up, too. And I also, I always, too, I don't like judging people because I don't want nobody judging me. And you don't know nobody's story. And I always tell people, like, don't judge a book by its cover until you had a chance to actually sit down, open that book, get the main idea and context clues. And if you don't like it, shut the book and just go on, you know? And I do appreciate you for, like, how, like, you know, you're still, like, close with your uh, with your siblings, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I have, like, I have a, um, an older brother. You know, me and him talk, we don't really talk like that. But like, mm-hmm. you know, when I was really going through it in college, she like, I'm just trying to put him out of the spot, put him on the spot. But like, I wish he could have been there more for me because it's like, 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 it's like when he wasn't there for me, it was just like, damn, I'm really out here all by myself. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. So like, nah, I really do appreciate like, you really just be like, giving like your silver's attention that they need, you know. I think. And like, just keep doing that, you know. Thank you. Family, family really can't be everything to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's so hard at times to even, I'm not going to say try to be the best because I feel like when you're a sibling, it's your, when you're an older sibling too, it's like you're the second in line when it comes to the parents. You're second in charge when it comes to making sure they okay and you also gotta make sure you okay too and when you spoke about your brother i wanted to say too like did y'all did you ever have the conversation with him on like expressing how you felt um yeah we 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 did but it's just more like like communication with my family like it low-key just be off so like so like it's kind of like hard to like you know express ourselves but like as a family, they're like they're kind of getting better at that, but mm-hmm. nah, you know. Yeah, I understand. Like it takes time to have the moments with your family, because mm-hmm. you know the saying, "Family's all you got." And I feel like when it comes to the immediate family, at times that's all you have. Because like me, my immediate family, I grew up in a household with both parents, and like I'm an older sibling, and now I have my uncle with me. Those are the ones that I see every day and I do a lot of things with every day. Now, when it comes to outside the family, yeah, here and there. But I feel like when it comes to your immediate family, that bond is so much tighter than outside the other the outside of your family. Because it's like, they know you. They seen everything. They know everything. You know? So, yeah, I, I understand. Trust me, I understand. <laughs> I understand. There anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, my mind is just empty right now. It's, just it's okay. Cool. It's cool. Um,
We did talk about a lot, so we did touch on a lot. If you want to rock out, we can rock out. We can close this out because you're always welcome to come back, and I'm always welcome to have y'all back. <laughs> okay, so we want to end this off. I thank you so much, Zay, for taking the time to come on to my lovely podcast and vibe out with me and also my vibers because we all need to talk to my and. Mm -hmm. I've been waiting to have like another male's perspective on here, like around my age, and then also go to my university. Like, come you on now. We um, you are young, like, but it's not that far. I mean, like, it ain't that far. That's but, what I was just saying. It ain't that far. You're right. You're nah, right. She, she tried to little brother. I don't. She tried to little brother. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so deep. <laughs> you laugh as you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did say. I did say. It's cool. Yeah, she, she but it's cool. People. Like it's cool people. You know. Yeah. It's cool. You know. Ain't no bad vibes over here. Sure. <laughs> With that being said, I thank you so, so very much for coming it. on here and being able to talk and rock out with us. I appreciate it a lot. And I will, will appreciate when you come back and talk more because, like, we have a lot, it's a lot more to talk about. Right? And I'm here. Yeah, I'm here for it. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime, anytime. You know, let a friend know. Tell a friend, tell a friend, you know. Let's let's collaborate. That's all what I'm about. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you once again. And I wish you guys nothing but peace and blessings. Please be safe out here. You know, daytime savings, daytime light savings, whatever is here. You know, when it gets five o'clock, it gets dark. So please be safe out here, ladies and gentlemen. Also, it is that flu season. Please get your shots and all that too. Stay bundled up and all that too. And as always, you guys will hear from me next time. Bye.